No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Solomon gives Proverbs against wrath, pride, and greed, but he commends the one who humbly heeds instruction, and good news rejoices the heart. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Proverbs chapter 15 on Simply the Bible. Which would you rather receive, good news or bad news? Well, isn't the answer obvious? Now, when Jesus sent out his disciples, he told them to preach the good news of the kingdom of God. Aren't you glad that we have good news to share? So many people are angry, depressed, fearful, or empty, but we have good news that can make them glad. In Proverbs 15, we see Solomon giving more Proverbs of wisdom, dealing with various matters of life. If we take them to heart and practice them, they will indeed be good news to us and will rejoice the heart. But if we ignore them, then we will end up in the house of pain. Verse 18 of Proverbs 15. A wrathful man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger allies contention. Have you ever known someone who just has a knack for stirring the pot and creating strife? It is because they are wrathful or angry on the inside. They must share their anger with others. But the one who is slow to anger alleviates contention. They sow peace where there is conflict and they make friends. We can all be moved by temper, but love is not provoked according to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. God is slow to anger. It is because of his patience that we are saved. He could have destroyed us for our sins. Instead, he let our sins go unpunished and then sent his only son to the cross to receive the punishment that was due us. Now, shouldn't that lead us to desire to be patient with others? If you are slow to anger, you will benefit yourself and keep yourself from saying things that you're going to regret later on. You will also benefit others who avoid bearing the pain of your hurtful words. Better to be a peacemaker than a provoker, for you will be called a son of God. The way of the lazy man is a hedge of thorns, but the way of the upright is a highway. Solomon has many proverbs against laziness. As king of Israel, he probably had much experience with slothful souls who couldn't be trusted to do the work assigned to them. The way of a lazy man is a hedge of thorns. Now imagine being surrounded by a hedge of thorns. You could see through the hedge to the daylight on the other side, but you're not motivated to force your way through. So you just kick back and remain where it's comfortable and cozy. Well, that's the way of a lazy person. They can see what they would like to become, where they would like to go, but the steps that are required to be that person and to obtain their goals are too difficult for them to do. They rise up in a moment of exertion, perhaps, but they are soon weary and fall back to their comfortable zone of laziness. 
But the way of the righteous is a highway. Stones of stumbling are removed just by sheer determination and vision and hard work. In the end, it is an easier way because you've done something every day to guarantee your ultimate success. In Matthew eleven twenty nine, Jesus said, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Have we taken the Lord's yoke upon ourselves? Are we learning from him? If we take his yoke, then we will find that it is manageable and his burden is light. A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish man despises his mother. You could say a good son makes a glad dad. Let me just tell you, the greatest joy to me as a father is when I see my children walking in the right way. But a foolish son despises his mother. He is foolish because he has spurned his mother's love and good counsel and he has brought grief to the one that he should have honored, blessed, and cheered. Folly is joy to him who is destitute of discernment, but a man of understanding walks uprightly. Folly is what nailed Jesus to the cross, and yet a fool delights in it. He does not even have to be tempted or deceived to partake of it. He runs to evil as his pet delight. But this proves that he is destitute of discernment for the very thing he loves is the thing that robs him of his life, joy, and peace. As Jonah wisely observed from the belly of a great fish, those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy. But if you have understanding, then you will walk in the right path. You will choose the way of integrity and good sense and benefit for it. Without counsel, plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. The older I get, the more I realize how much I need the input of trusted family and friends. There are just too many things to see and too many other gifts that I don't have not to rely upon the eyes, the ears, the discernment, and the wisdom of other followers of Jesus that's how we establish plans that are successful. So if you have a major decision, well, get as much good counsel as you can and then seek the advice of your wonderful counselor, Jesus Christ. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season. How good it is. It is amazing how saying loving, complimentary, and kind words will gladden your own heart. I'm sure I don't affirm and compliment people nearly enough. Now, the right word spoken in the right season is very good. This could be a word of encouragement or a word of correction. It is spoken from a good heart at the right time, and it blesses those who hear it. The way of life winds upward for the wise that he may turn away from hell below. I picture a mountain trail zigzagging up to the summit. At times it is strenuous, but we know that it is leading upward and our efforts will be rewarded with an amazing view. Likewise, the way of life leads up from hell below. 
Now, the Hebrew word for hell is Sheol, meaning the grave. Those who do not follow the way of life are destined for hell. But those who tread the way of life will be rewarded when they see Jesus. The Lord will destroy the house of the proud, but he will establish the boundary of the widow. God resists the proud. And there is so much in Proverbs condemning pride. Those who are proud in heart may build a large house, but God will destroy it. On the other hand, God looks after and cares for the property of the widow. Widows were some of the most impoverished people in that culture. Jesus accused the Pharisees of devouring widows' houses. People would take advantage of them and move their boundaries, effectively stealing their land. Therefore, God himself is a protector of widows. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant. Now, earlier we saw that the sacrifices and the ways of the wicked are an abomination to God. Now we see that even their thoughts are an abomination. Everything they touch is corrupt and unfit. But the words of the pure in heart are pleasant. Jesus said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. He who is greedy for gain troubles his own house, but he who hates bribes will live. Now, the Hebrew word for greedy here suggests making gain unjustly or by violence. This will trouble one's own house. Of course, the one who loves money and sacrifices his own wife and children in the process of making it will certainly trouble his own house. But those who hate unjust gain will live. Godliness with contentment is great gain, said the Apostle Paul. The heart of the righteous studies how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours forth evil. There is such great power in words, either to destroy or to heal. Now, as a pastor, I realize that even greater weight is given to the words I speak. Everything I say is amplified because I'm the pastor. Therefore, I have found it wise to study before I give an answer. I don't just pop off the first thought that enters my brain. At least I try not to. Being quick-tempered has gotten me into trouble in the past, and words you speak cannot really be taken back. It's like trying to put toothpaste back in the toothpaste tube. Forget it. So gather the facts. Think about it. Perhaps seek godly counsel, then pray, and finally speak. Don't be one who opens the floodgates wide and pours out toxic pollution. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Why is the Lord far from the wicked? Because sin separates us from God. He distances himself from those who do evil. But there is one prayer from the sinful person that God will always hear. Be merciful to me, a sinner. On the other hand, God hears the prayer of the righteous. Why? Because they are praying the very thoughts and will and purposes of God. And that's our confidence. If we pray anything according to his will, he hears us. And if he hears us, then we know we have what we've asked for. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart. 
And a good report makes the bones healthy. So first, when you look at somebody's eyes and you know they are eyes of approval and not sort of the deadly look, you know, uh, that rejoices your heart. You see sort of the twinkle in their eye. And a good report makes the bones healthy. How we all need good news. We need to hear it and we need to be bearers of it. The ear that hears the rebukes of life will abide among the wise. He who disdains instruction despises his own soul. But he who heeds rebuke gets understanding. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom and before honor is humility. So Solomon often commends those who will humbly listen to the words of God who will receive rebukes that are deserved, that are needed, correction, and by that means will gain understanding. This is the sure path to gaining honor and to finding eternal joy. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where Solomon gives Proverbs about the plans of the heart, the words of the tongue, and committing all our works to the Lord. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Proverbs on Simply the Bible.